this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. We are a proud member of the 143 Podcast Network. Hey, how's it going, everybody? This is Joey Galvez, and you are listening to the House of Indie Podcast. In this episode, I have somebody special on the line with me. We've got Jonathan Hedrick. How's it going, man? Good. Thanks for having me on, Joey. You're welcome, man. So... You've got a couple different things out right now, and you've you've got a handful of things. And one of them that kind of got me raising my eyebrows was uh, was one that's going to be coming out very soon from Scout Comics, which is the recount. Um, That is not the only thing that you've done, and it's not the only thing that you're working on right now. But that is definitely one of the ones that I was like, okay, I got to check this out. Um, I heard from it. Obviously, I follow Scout a lot. And um, it's one of my favorite imprints right now. But I recently uh, I partner with with uh, Silverbacks and yeah. I know he's doing uh, something special for that book right now. But tell us a little bit about That's the right. recount and then we'll get into your other work as well. Cool. Yeah. The recount is a, a four part uh, issue miniseries um, I describe as a political thriller. But I don't want to uh, scare anyone away when I say political because it's not (laughs) focused on politics. It's just basically um, the main focus is a vice president who's thrust into that uh, president uh, acting president role after um, the commander in chief was assassinated by a Secret Service detail member and then Things just spiral spiral quickly out of control after that. Mm-hmm. The uh, conspirators uh, make it known um, that they're not just going after the president, but they're going after everyone that put that president into power, including those that voted for him. Wow. And they release they release that information to the public um, to encourage the uh, citizens of our country to go after one another as well. So it's just a mm-hmm. uh, a real fast-paced, heavy action uh, thriller that's going to have a lot of twists and turns where you don't know who's in power that you can trust anymore. So um, I'm really excited for people to see it uh, or and to read it. It's been a, a lot of work in progress to get it out to you. So um, can't wait to – it's in everyone's hands. Yeah, that one uh, seemed really interesting to me when I read the premise and the, the log line there. And, and I was like, oh, man. This is this is kind of crazy, and then and then to be uh, putting this book out around the time that in in an election year, yeah. uh, it's it's actually pretty funny. I, yeah. And I and I encourage everybody to get out there and vote. This is not going to happen. Yes, absolutely, yeah. It, 
Uh, absolutely. Yeah. And, and I have a very apolitical stance. Uh, uh-huh. I like to tell everyone when I'm talking about this book that it has no agenda. Yeah. <laughs> um, th- th- these are, first of all, these are all fictional characters yeah. that are in here. Um, th- I uh, make sure that the words Republican and Democrat are never said um, okay. uh, in there. So it's not going in there. Uh, I'm actually interested in seeing what people uh stay after they've read it like did yeah if they feel like it was directed one way or another because i honestly feel it, it could go either way um yeah so yeah it's not about sides it's more about uh uh corruption within um the highest power of leadership and that's absolutely crazy uh, especially with all the crazy stuff that's going on in the world right now i don't want to get into sure. all that political debate stuff we can that's on the <laughs> mean you could talk about all that off air but because we're here to <laughs> right, talk right. about you <laughs> and your career mm-hmm. but uh, i'm actually waiting on uh, on my ash can for that one because right now we can't get the mm-hmm. full story quite yet uh when is that one going to be dropping the issue one's dropping uh, November 11th. Awesome. So it's all, it's in previews right now. So if you go to your uh, local comic book store, you can order um, that night right now. So it'll be in your pool box. Sweet. Yeah, I can't wait for that one. Uh, really exciting. Uh, I was watching uh, Brian uh, do his his uh, variant cover of that one. It was really cool. It's kind of yes. an homage to like Scarface. So uh, that's right. Yeah, yep. I, I I loved it, and and uh, I he he kind of uh, turned me on to that one, and I started looking at it, and then my partner on another podcast that I do, he's like, I'm waiting for my my ash can man, so he <laughs> we are actually gonna we were gonna talk about it on the other show, but we we're like. We're going to wait till we can actually get the book out so we can talk cool. about it in further detail. But man, yeah. that's such a, such a cool premise and I'm excited to, to kind of, to read it and, and see that one come out. But another one yeah. that I read from you, which actually kind of intrigued me. And at first I was, and I'm going to be honest with you, man. At first when I looked at it and I read the log line, I was like, okay, maybe, maybe I, maybe I will be into, maybe I won't. Um, mm-hmm. but when I read it and, and I got into it a little bit further, I was like, I can, I can be down with this one. And that one is, uh, the, is, uh, capable. Right. Yeah. That one, it actually, dude, you surprised mm-hmm. me on this one. Oh, thank uh, you. <laughs> definitely. Cause, <laughs> cause I, like I said, I went into it a little weary. I was like, okay, will I be into this? Will I not? I don't want to be, mm-hmm. I want to be honest with you and tell you that because, because the, I mean, we're comic book readers and oh, uh, yeah, sometimes, Sometimes yeah, that yeah. happens. You read a book, you're like, okay, I'm going to like it. And then you're like, oh, well, it wasn't for me. It happens. But, um, you know, I went into it thinking, okay, maybe not. And and I definitely, after reading the first issue, I was actually surprised. And I need more, man. So I oh, kind of like good. this. So talk to us a little bit about that one. Uh, let everybody know uh, the log line on Capable. And it's a really interesting story. Yeah, Capable is a superhero book that uh, – takes a, a what if concept and it is what if one day people around the world that are uh, handicapped wake up with a superpower that's opposite of their disability. So uh, that idea came to me and I was like, wow, you know, there's so much story that you can tell with that because mm-hmm. um, not everyone's going to do the right thing. I, I'd like to think that, you know, that People are, and I don't identify with the people with disabilities. I'm definitely not pandering to them. And I hope Mm -hmm. that anyone that reads it doesn't get that, um, you know, doesn't come out thinking that, you know, that's what I'm trying to do Mm -hmm. is to pander. Um, I tell it from the perspective that I, uh, that I just see it. I'm not on anyone's soapbox, 
But um, imagine what it would be like if you were, you know, ridiculed for some type yeah. of disability that you had. Mm-hmm. And then one day, you now you're super powered. What would you do with that? Some people could do yeah. the right thing. Some people could do the wrong thing. So the um, the first two issues, we see more, uh, origin story of our main character, Derek, who is in a wheelchair. And then he wakes up and now he's a speedster and his life just changes very quickly. And um, we're going to see how more of the world is like uh, from Derek's point of view throughout this series. Yeah, it was an excellent first strong issue when I read it. And like I said, I went into it a little weary, but at the end of it, I was very uh, excited to, to kind of go further into the, into the series. And, uh, and how many issues of this one have you put out so far? Is it completely uh, done? Are, okay. So far, two issues. Um, third issue is almost done. Probably going to crowdfund that one later on the year. Um, I have a very busy second half of mm-hmm. 2020. Yeah. So um, it, it could be done before then. But, you know, I, I honestly rather have it done and, you know, sitting on the shelf and ready to go than, yeah. you know, the opposite where I, I need to get it done and things aren't complete yet. So um, and there's also going to be a 10 page short story that runs concurrent with the um, uh, the happenings of issue one called Harry's Day. And he oh, read issue one. So, yeah. you know, his his a buddy, Harry, uh, also gains superpowers. Yeah. And you see what happens uh, during his journey on that first day. Uh, that's going to be out later in a different uh, Kickstarter with um, a couple other indie guys that are showcasing you know small short stories of their Mm -hmm. properties um so i'm really excited about that and it'll probably eventually when a a trade comes around that story will be involved in it too so yeah yeah, lots more to come for capable yes i love it yeah because when i read that i was like i want to know a little bit more about his story Mm -hmm. because we 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 find at the end of this first issue that something uh you know a little tragic tragic happens i don't want to give it any any uh spoilers here i want people to go out and grab it and kind of read it for themselves but something definitely happens to to uh one of the characters main characters in this story where you kind of feel like you're like, oh man, this is I I really like the relationship between the two main characters, and now mm-hmm. there's a loss here, and and I want to see where this kind of goes, this relate this kind of yeah. uh, feeling from this other main character where he loses a friend and stuff like that, and right. um and kind of see how he kind of reels back from that, and especially going through this thing where he has a cap- he's more he's no more incapable he's capable and i don't know if that's right. that's uh anyway so yeah man i i i was really excited to kind of see that i'm excited to cool. he- see that come to kickstarter man you got to let me know yeah. when that drops because i'm excited to I'll, I'll definitely help help you guys out there um oh, cool and uh, you, you got a couple other books you got freak show i i know you're working on some other stuff what else are you working mm-hmm. on man yeah um so Freak Show Princess is a book I did uh, last year. It's a zombie uh, one-shot horror book. Um, and it's kind of like in the style of um, Night of Living Dead, very George mm-hmm. Romero feel to it. Um, that story is uh, a woman who's trapped inside her boarded house with zombies piling up in the, um, outside, and she's trapped in there with her dog. And I wrote that and put it out just thinking, you know, I'm going to leave it alone. That's a one-shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty, It ends pretty cut and dry. But the feedback I got from it was people were like, all right, what happens next? I'm like, yeah. I kept on hearing that over and over and over again. I'm like, no, it's a one shot. It's a one shot. And <laughs> people, they were not accepting that as an answer. <laughs> so 
you know, I, I sat on it for a while and, and, you know, I didn't want to force anything, but mm-hmm. another story in that universe came to me organically. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's also a one shot that takes place in the same universe, uh, but you're not really seeing the same characters. Um, so that's called Freak Show Night, K-N-I-G-H-T. And I'm uh, going to uh, kickstart that one next week. I Probably when this one aired this episode airs it'll probably be live by that point awesome Hopefully. yeah man that's yeah. that's freaking awesome uh i can't wait for that one too because you know I, I am a fan of zombies man my wife hates it because it is. <laughs> i'll watch it right before bed and she's like no you can she, she won't even walk into the room uh, if i'm watching anything zombie uh you know right. genre because she's like no no i'm gonna have nightmares don't you dare <laughs> so i love right. that stuff man uh yeah. so i i, I we're gonna go to a quick break here uh cool. but but before we go to the break i want to ask you a little bit of a question i want to get into kind of your your creative process and stuff like that i need to know what you do to kind of get yourself in these this mindset because all three of these books that we talked about they're all different they're all completely yeah. different and, and i know uh with me when i think about different things like this i gotta have a completely different mindset going into something like that so mm-hmm. i need to know how you kind of uh, what different? What was the kind of difference between the the three different books and and how you went into there with your mindset a little bit? So when we come back the, from the break, let's talk a little bit about that. Sounds good. All right, let's go ahead and take a break. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. All right, and we're back. And before the break, I talked to you a little bit about kind of getting into your mindset about uh, how you your creative process goes and when you do these 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 different projects because we got three different books. They're all three different genres. They're all three different kinds of things. I want to know how you you what you did and was there anything that kind of stayed the same or or did you uh, what did you have to do to get into the mindset for each of these books, man? Yeah, it's not an easy thing to kind of explain because sometimes just it just happens. Uh, it could be just a random idea, but I like to, uh, you know, I use pull, calling back to when we were talking about capable is the the what if ideas, mm-hmm. and you know that can really branch out into a lot more storytelling when yeah. you change w- one variable in our world that and turn it and make it, um, you know, fictional. Mm-hmm. then it opens up a lot more storytelling. So, and then I draw in my own experiences and, and what I'm seeing in front of my eyes on a daily basis. Uh, and then I just run with it. Um, so yeah, it, those three titles are a completely different genres, but um, they all come to me in, in the same way. So Awesome. So do, is there, is there a certain thing that you, you find yourself always doing? Do you got to have it like super quiet or do you blast music? Um, do you, yeah. you, uh, you know, do you do those kinds of types of things? Yeah. When I'm actually like writing, writing, um, yeah, there's no TV on, but I, um, I can't have any, uh, I listen to music without lyrics. Uh, so okay. I, I'll put yeah. on like, uh, instrumental scores from movies mm-hmm. or I, there's several like, um, uh, 
rock bands that are i think they um they go by the genre of uh atmospheric rock or okay. you know like yeah. the, uh S- signal hill is a big one i like to listen to explosions in the sky l1011 yeah. um it, ambient rock i think that's the, yeah, the genre okay. they go by so that's perfect for writing um and then uh, i'll do a lot of brainstorming when i'm at the gym too uh, okay. so at the gym i'm listening to you know i'm listening to this metal or i'm going to hip hop or techno or EDM I'm going back and forth and then I start seeing things and uh laying like the scene out in my mind yeah. so that helps when I go back uh you know I'm sit down on the couch and get the notepad out and yeah. start you know writing it all out brainstorming and fleshing it all out so yeah uh music plays a, a big part of it for sure for me and do do you keep journals with you where everywhere you go and to like jot stuff down not everywhere I go, uh, I, mostly because I'm afraid I'm going to lose those the journals. <laughs> but yeah. um, I do use the old uh, school spiral bound um, notepads that you would uh-huh. probably use back in middle school. Yeah. I, I love it because I, I lay it out the same way as a comic would be. So in all the mm-hmm. um, page one, three, five are all on the right. All the even numbers are mm-hmm. on the left. So I, I'm writing it how it would be you know, okay. seen if you pull laid the comic book flat yeah um that's when when i start working on the art direction and the dialogue before all that happens you know i write down all the page numbers and i put a brief description of what i want to happen on each of those pages Mm -hmm. to kind of uh and i go back to that page like you know uh what was i going to do on page four again on Mm -hmm. page five where did i want that splash page things like that so um i go into it with uh, with a plan a rough outline and things just kind of flesh out after that and then when what's best about me doing it by hand is that's a good first draft yeah i'm gonna have, i'm gonna have to type it up eventually mm-hmm. so then when i type it up i'm actually that's now my second draft so yeah yeah so are, a, are a you, weird process <laughs> well no that's that's a really interesting process because if if i did something like that i probably would do very similar to the way you did um because because i would have to if i'm writing a comic but i, I i'd have to I'd have to write it out the, the same way that I would see people reading it. And, and the, yeah. it makes sense, man. Uh, so, so do you, do you feel like, uh, uh, your, some of your stories kind of differ from, from the first draft to the, to the final draft, like a lot, like drastically, or, or do they really stay really close to, to each other? Cause I know when I do, you know, just fun writing and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I can start with something and it completely changes to a completely different story from what I thought it would be from the very beginning. And I'm like, sometimes I get mad at myself. I'm like, man, it's not what <laughs> I wanted. That's not what I started out with, but now it's this. And yeah. I'm just like, eh, I guess it's going to do be something. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it, it evolves into something else. Um, I, with the recount, you know, um, the ending that I have planned for the first arc mm-hmm. um, is definitely not what I had in mind from the very uh, beginning, which I, I'm glad it grew that way because um, okay. now I've opened up doors to several more arcs because my first idea was to um, it, it was going to cut it off. It was just going to end on that fourth issue. Okay. So now um, now there's more recount that can be told. So that really excited about that. Awesome. As far as as far as capable goes, with that being an ongoing series, mm-hmm. uh, you know, hopefully an ongoing series, um, I'm just taking that one issue at a time. I'm letting it yeah. just kind of uh, go with the flow and and just you know I, I have an arc, you know, an ending for an arc in mind. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's a 
it has its own different process. Do you find that when you do that kind of process where you, you, you evolve the story, do you, do you have, um, you do you go back sometimes and be like, well, I'm not happy with that. Uh, it's great, but I think mm-hmm. I wanted it to stay that way. Or, or do you, are you, are you happy with it a, a lot of the times? Or do you find that you're, you're not happy and then you just have to kind of, you know, crumple it up and throw it in the trash can full of pieces of paper crumpled up. Yeah. That, um, that can happen sometimes. Um, thankfully not, uh, more often than not. It, um, sometimes if I have a section of the issue, that's more challenging. I'll just come back to it. Okay. Um, there, cause I could have a, a certain page in mind, um, uh, later on that I know exactly what I want on that one. I just don't know how we get there yet. So I definitely yeah. knew I wanted that one hallway fight scene, you know? Yeah. Um, and I have that one fleshed out all the way, but I don't quite know how to get there. So I, okay. that's where that outline at the beginning of the yeah. writing process really helps out. Cool. Cool, man. Uh, so let's, let's talk a little bit about Kickstarter. You did, you mentioned Kickstarter. Do you, uh, how many times have you kickstarted something? Uh, three, uh, and I've had two successful. Um, the very first one was um, me not knowing what I was doing. <laughs> uh, I've learned a lot um, yeah. since then from other people in watching other, following other campaigns uh-huh. and um, really doing more research. So, um, yeah, I've had two successful Kickstarters, and hopefully this third one that's going to launch soon um, is successful. So there's it's a lot of there's a lot to it. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people don't realize a yeah. lot of planning involved in it. It's a lot of marketing, it's a lot of self-promotion. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not that easy. And the, uh, I'm very envious of the people that can just do it and just, Oh, there's an extra $30,000. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's one of those things that we see a lot. Uh, yeah. When you, when you got a big name and you're, you just, you just right. sneeze a Kickstarter and it just funds in an hour of $60,000. Yeah. You're like, Right. It's not, not not everybody can do that, and you could be a really yeah. good writer or an artist and kickstart something, and and it yeah. takes time and it takes hard work and 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 stressful right. nights. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah lots of nail biting for sure. <laughs> I bet, man. I yeah. I am deathly afraid of Kickstarter, man. I'm like, I yeah. if I was ever to try to get anything out, mm. I would be. I I don't know what I would do. That's that's something super scary for me, and I've heard that quite a bit from creators that yeah. it's it's scary it's it's stressful and mm-hmm. you're you're always on edge you're like what's going to happen am i good enough right. you're there's always self doubt to go with it as well so uh just do you, how do you how do you uh find yourself kind of combating that a little bit when when you do a kickstarter the best thing to do is go in with a solid plan um and, and don't um Go into it hoping that the Kickstarter is going to fund every single cent that you put mm-hmm. into it or you're going to put into it after that. Look at Kickstarter or any of the crowdfunding mm-hmm. uh, platforms as something that's a, a boost, you know, that's going to get you that little extra yeah. amount. Maybe you weren't going to you maybe you couldn't afford colors, but now you can afford mm-hmm. colors because of it. Um, and definitely don't look at it as a store. That's uh, I think that's where a lot of crowdfunding uh, mm-hmm. campaigns are going wrong. They're just treating it as just another store. They have everything's completely done, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, and now they're just asking you, you know, for for your money. Uh, there needs to be a reason why 
you know, you need this extra funding. Okay. Can you, can you, is everything done, but you just can't afford the, to mail it out to people. That's a good, that's a good reason for okay. it. Or do you want, do you want to add more pages to it? Do you want to add more special covers? Mm-hmm. Or do you want to add a soundtrack in everything? Just yeah. give, give people a reason to other than just, you know, buying it. Cause mm-hmm. you know, then when, then when they, it gets published by someone and then it's in the store, it's like, why did I even buy, why did I drop $15 on it on your <laughs> Kickstarter? Now I can get it for three ninety nine and support my local comic book store. Yeah. So yeah, the, Again, I can't stress enough. It needs to be, you know, a, a good reason for it. So that's what I, I have in my mind the entire time. Like, yeah. Are people going to get more out of this if it uh, than if it was just sold in the store? I'm glad you answered that because because I was going to ask that question. Do you usually have everything done? Do you have the story done? Do you have everything kind of fleshed out and ready to go before you kickstart it? And you're just kind of funding it to t- to pay the artists and 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 uh, pay people uh, script uh, writers and things of that nature. So I'm glad you you met you mentioned that because mm-hmm. that's always one of those questions that I ask when somebody kickstarts them. How do you do it? How do you have it? Do you, do you just have the story and you got to pay for everything or do you have it all ready to go and you're just kind of distributing it and that's what you're funding yeah it it's good to have something to show people that it's in you know in progress when you know there's all kinds of different crowdfunding campaigns um Mm -hmm. just comic books and movies and gadgets and whatnot yeah as far as comic books go you can't just have a script and expect people to back you um you're gonna have to put some of your your money into it, your own money, and show some pages that are complete. Who's mm-hmm. going to be doing uh, your pencils, your ink, your colors, your lettering? Um, how are you going to after it gets funded? What's your next step? So uh, it, it, it's a, a, a thin line between yeah. you know having nothing done and having everything done. So it's about how, where you're comfortable, and also you don't want people you don't want to take people's money and then still not put the book out for six more months. Oh, and yeah. they, you know, they totally forgot that they even backed you. And then they get something in the mail <laughs> and like, what's this? Oh yeah. yeah. I forgot I even backed that. And by that point, you're probably you're not going to um, review it. You know, a lot of people you know, do unboxing yeah. and reviewing, uh-huh. but they're, they're, they forgot about it. So they're not interested in your product anymore. Yeah. So completely understand that i've heard some horror stories where people have waited few years for some, yeah. for some work and, yeah. and and it's been funded and they've taken the money but they haven't received anything for years and years so that's, it's, and that's sad yeah. but, but thankfully that's <laughs> never happened to me as a backer and a, yeah, as same. you know a project manager my goal is is to get it the out to you the next month yeah because i yeah. want i, I always have I have a, a retailer tier and I want those stores yeah. who have mm-hmm. trusted me into getting product into their store uh, to have that on hand as soon as possible. Yeah. I think the most successful Kickstarters that I've seen have, have some really great affordable tiers. They also have mm-hmm. some really amazing stretch goals to kind of help people, you know, get the word out there. If you've already backed it, you know, share it out so other people can back it so you can help us reach right. the goal. And, and and if you reach this goal, you get this really cool print, this limited edition print or yeah. whatever whatever you kind of put out there, pins and and uh, right. and all kinds of really cool stuff that I see mm-hmm. people doing. So uh, sure. those things have excited me to, to share things out. So, yeah, man, Absolutely. I think there's a, there's a right way and a wrong way to kind of kickstart something and, 
And uh, I thank God I haven't uh, come across any of the bad, horrible uh, nightmares. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, they're out there, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. Yep, that's yeah. how it is, man. All right, man. So, yeah. uh, I, I, let's go ahead and uh, close out the show here for a little bit. I don't want to keep you too long. Cool. Uh, man, I'm excited for recount. I'm really excited for capable, man. Like I said, thank I you. was going into it a different with a different thought, thought process, and now I'm on board. Like that, if that, awesome. I don't know if that's like a, a testimony to your writing and your, your kind of the, the your creative process there, man. But, but when mm-hmm. somebody can do that, I think that's uh, pretty awesome, especially me f- coming from into it as a reader when I'm like, Oh, this doesn't look like a book that I'd like. I'm going to read yeah. it. I'm going to purchase it, whatever the, the thing may be. But, and then I come yeah. out of it and be like, I'm on board. I'm on board Thank now. You. So I yeah. think that's, that's, that's uh, pretty awesome when you can kind of come back and change somebody's mind. Yeah. Much appreciated. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So let everybody know where they can find you, where they can find your Kickstarters, uh, mm-hmm. your, your books and all that good stuff. Let everybody know yeah. that right now. Yeah. Uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram. Um, Jonathan Hedrick. My handles are basically my full name without the, um, the vowels in it. If you <laughs> so type in my, my name, I'll still probably pop up near mm-hmm. the, near the top. Um, because of how much I search myself, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I make those analytics boost for me. Um, I understand the, the, that, man. I understand. Like, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> my wife makes fun of me all the time because when I, when I uh, on the day that I release my my shows, she's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm listening to the show." She's like, "Why are you listening to yourself? You don't hear yourself more often." Or, I was like, "Well, I gotta boost the analytics." <laughs> right? Yeah, someone's gotta do it. Um, as far as the uh, Kickstarter, um, yeah, it's going to be called Freak Show Night, K-N-I-G-H-T. Um, but I'll be posting information on that on Facebook, on tons of uh, different comic book groups on Facebook. Awesome. So if you follow any of those, you'll, you're probably going to see it and get annoyed by how much you see it. Um, <laughs> and again, Instagram, Twitter, um, those are the best uh, social media outlets for me. Super cool, man. Again, check it out. You got Freak Show, uh, Freak Show Night, right? Yep. Freak, Freak Show Night, Night coming out. out. And then the recount, man. I'm oh, excited yeah. for recount. Uh, yep. Man, I got to have you on my other show. I, I don't know if you know. I, I'm sure you know that I've, I'm going to be launching another podcast. Yeah, two, Scout? Yeah, two yeah. Scout Geeks coming out uh, coming out this uh if you guys are listening to this, it would already happen. But the following Monday, from as we are recording this, you guys have, uh, you guys, I have either heard the first episode or you're mm-hmm. going to hear the first episode. But yeah, we maybe are, let, we can do that around the time um, the recount yeah. issue one comes out. Maybe yeah. after you've read it or something, or Heck yeah, maybe man. If you get advanced copy. I know, uh, you know scout guys like you and um, yeah. your co-host for that show. So yeah, who knows? We can promote that then that'd be awesome i would love to come back and talk about that yeah man we'll, we'll have you on the show we'll have you on two scout geeks or something dude that'd be really cool, cool. We'll, we'll talk about it we'll talk yeah. some more we'll have i'll have my partner john p on we'll uh we'll talk to you a little bit about recount because i know he's excited about it. he's already got the the ash can well, i think yeah. he said it's in the mail if he hasn't received it already um i think it was a few days ago that he said he was waiting for it um, he does the he does the scout uh, the scout box. So it came in the scout yep. box, and I think he was waiting on his. So right. man, I I I am excited for that one. We'll have you back Thank on that you. other show. So make sure you guys check all your podcatchers for two scout geeks coming up very soon. 
if it's already out if you're listening to this one the following week it's already out so check it out so we'll see you guys next time thanks jonathan hanging out for me dude with me dude thanks for having me yeah, yeah. anytime dude we'll see ya we'll see you next time man cool i appreciate it all right we'll see you guys later Thanks again for listening to The House of Indy. My name is Joey Galvez, and I'll see you later.